Chiller gets iced. X-Files gets an early 2018 date. And are you afraid of the dark? I am. That's why I'm putting in my resume for the Midnight Society. And maybe you will, too. Up next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am seven years old again. Every Saturday night, oh, you sat, out, sat down with that orange couch to join the Midnight Society, right, guys? <laughs> well, this is Horror TV Weekly, and I am your host, Lucretia Lyon, guys. So you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. But I'm not the only one here. <laughs> Starting to my immediate left, my lovely co-host... Hey guys, this is Chauncey K. Robinson, and you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR. And my name's Roger. You can find me at Roger underscore Corral. All right, guys. There's a, a lot of stuff has happened with Horror TV this week. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's just get right into it. NBC Universal officially buries their horror channel, Chiller. I'm kind of sad about this, yeah. even though it's one of those things that whenever I've had like cable or satellite, I would watch it. But I'm probably the reason why it gets canceled because you forget that it's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I usually only yeah. see the um, trailers for it on Facebook. I think it's um, Chiller, and also isn't there another one, Shutter or something? Yeah, Shutter is an app. Yeah. Shutter yeah. is There's great. A few of them. Yeah. Wait, how does Shutter is Shutter still on? Yeah, Shutter is an app that you can download, and actually, um, if you, they follow me on Twitter, thank you guys, and if you'd like to endorse some of this content, that'd be great. Um, oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm giving you a shout out here. <laughs> um, you can get a free trial right now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I actually yeah. uh, watch Shutter. Uh, I watch Shutter. I actually have Shutter. I subscribe to Shutter. It's only uh, five dollars per month, and you get curated uh, horror films from. All sorts. Like from is, all yeah, sorts it, it's well worth it. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Do they have original content or is it just yeah, like they, a collection? They, they have started, actually started yeah. some original content. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the question is, what was the difference that Chiller isn't doing or didn't do as well and Shudder somehow is doing well? Was there a certain map that... Well, they the thing about Chiller well. is Chiller was a cable subscription channel, yeah. and those are going away. And I feel like Chiller did have um, on-demand content with Hulu Live, which is what I do. And so you could watch things on there, which is sort of similar to Shutter's format, which maybe in the long run, had they been doing that, that might have worked if it was more of like an app subscription. And that seems to be what is succeeding, yeah. like Shutter, mm -hmm. as opposed to the cable subscription channels like Chiller. I mean, you know, I'm curious about some of the other smaller channels. I know that, you know, there's talk about there is a market for like CMT and things like that. Yeah. But what about all of these other smaller networks like we and things like that? And to be yeah. fair, I mean, the internet subscription thing barely took off. I know when the WWE Network first came out, I, I was in awe. You know, stuff like that just came out in the last, I don't know, five years, four years. So I, I, I think Chiller would have worked great in that format, but they were just a little bit early. And then you also have, I mean, we're in the day and age of Netflix, of Hulu. We're, we're at a point right now where most people, if they have specific content they want to look at, the internet, you know? Yeah. You have um, Netflix, you have you have Hulu, like we were saying, and then you have Chiller. And although it's like 
you have this thing that is specific for people who love horror. You also have what? You have Shudder. You have things on Netflix. You have a genre on Netflix that's actually the horror section. You don't need to necessarily get chiller, but I know it lasted for a couple of years. I think it was yeah. 10 years, actually. Yeah, it, yeah. it was on for a while because I remember having it whenever I lived in Tyler, Texas. Uh, I <laughs> left that place when I was 18, so... Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I, I think it lasted, and I mean... Ten years for a for a network like that isn't isn't bad. No, it, it had a good run, and the thing is, it's NBC Universal, so I feel like a lot of their stuff that you would see on there may just You'll be going to Sci Fi exactly. because yeah, that's the thing exactly. is Sci Fi has done a huge rebranding itself, mm-hmm. and I feel like this may be much like when the CW was an emerging of the WB and UPN. Yeah, Sci Fi has been getting more into the horror and the. Yeah the nerd sort of genre so it would make sense that they're trying to put more attention to those which is already an established network people pay attention to it why try to reinvent the wheel exactly rather just to reinvent sci-fi which they're doing so (laughs) (laughs) but speaking of reinventing things the it writer is set to pin are you afraid of the dark for paramount which is pretty cool. I mean, it was such a great movie. And I mean, you know, being a remake, uh, you know, of a uh, already adapted book and things like that. We know that he knows how to stick greatly to the source material while giving yeah. it a new spin. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this. I feel like, I mean, even listening to the music right now, I, I want this movie now. Like, yeah. <laughs> that sounds so much fun. And I feel like this show was an introduction to horror to a lot of kids. And I see even it as a reintroduction to horror to a lot of teenagers. So I think it'll it'll be fun. I'm kind of wondering why not make it a series, though. I mean, that was kind of the great thing of it. When yeah. you had a series, you could hold on to it for longer. You had more episodes. So I'm wondering what the format... Because we've seen movies before where there have been... I mean, there's some movies that aren't very popular, but the whole, like, putting different stories together into one kind of story or or movie so i'm kind of wondering is this going to be what exact i, I don't know like who are yeah, going to be the kids who's going to be the who's going to be the society or is this going to become some, some sort of like celebrity like wheelhouse and yeah you know, and, and that would be that. the thing is like gary dalberman you know is a good writer but like you say i do wish that this was a tv series instead of a movie because i would like more like anthology stories yeah. and that may be sort of the thing though as we see a lot of times these movies are getting made and then they're making the tv show and that's true so that may sort of start it <laughs> off but like you say i would like to see multiple stories so maybe it'll be sort of like a four room situation type movie and do we have any favorite characters from our like this adds more credence Mm -hmm. to what you guys are saying do we even have any memorable characters from Are You Afraid of the Dark that, that could a, lead a movie, you know? Um, no, because to me, when I think of the Midnight Society, I almost don't even remember the kids' I names. Know. I remember when it changed. <laughs> I just always remembered, like, the, all the episodes. The sand. Yeah, I remember the, the sand, and I that was it. And I'm like, I didn't really give a the crap about the, the kids. Like, I know what yeah, everyone, I, yeah, the guy with I know, glasses. I know what everyone looks like. Yeah. I don't remember anybody's name. Exactly. I was I remember, like, oh. There was one season, I think they started trying to give them back backstory i was like no don't do that i just want to know about when they get to the fire and the story yeah although i will say there have been characters or actors that have come through the series oh yeah who we ended up seeing become ryan Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and you know we've seen that and it'd be that's why i'm saying it'd be nice if we saw like the tv show so it could be another you know i don't know block for new and upcoming talent yeah, because that's sort of the thing is when I think of, you know, shows like that and now a lot of the actors that I would see in these certain episodes are, you know, some of my favorite actors like 
you know, and it was so cool to see these people come from there and something you remember as a child. Yeah. And now, you know, you're seeing them lead these movies. So, yeah, I agree that it's a good breeding ground for younger actors. That's why I hope that it's more of like several different stories, yeah. Yeah. because then that would sort of give the same way and it may pave the way for a movie. And that's the thing about the up-and-comers, though, because what happens when you're trying to do a movie, then it's mm. a whole idea of, or what we hear is that there's a whole idea of who's going to play in it. And then we see people, you know, I am just I just don't want it to be all Disney kids. <laughs> yeah, well, <that's laughs> I know. And I've people really, I if it's Selena Gomez or somebody oh, like that, I'm going to throw up. You guys might be surprised. I like might Selena, be fun. but I don't want you in this movie. <laughs> Let me hey, pre-phrase that. I love that. Spring I Breakers, album. but like... Yeah, something like Spring Breakers ended up being a little creepy. It might still work out, guys. But that's what I mean. Like, if this is a movie, they may have to try to do this star power thing to sell it, which will take yeah. away the chance for, you know, up-and-coming talent to be yeah. able to be in this as opposed to if it was on Netflix or some you, you know some TV new, station. No, right. mm. And do you keep it PG? You you, you still keep it. You, it's still PG, right? I don't want any but, sex scenes. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? I don't no. need that. For I need this horror. Movie. Like unless you want it's guts in this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need but I want it to be more like you know, how are you afraid the dark was where it was scary without being overly exactly. like, you know, ghost yeah. story like, you yeah. know, like it, it left a lot of mystery. Maybe we could curse the sand or something. I don't know. <laughs> curse the sand? <laughs> That's not what they did. Look, I'm just trying to make this into a movie because at this point, you guys are completely taking me out of this. Yeah. I don't want to see this movie anymore. I think you were the yeah, only one like, no. Okay. My thing is, yeah. we have so what many. What is your movie? Because <laughs> yeah. we have so many shows already that show us multiple. You know, we have Black Mirror and we have other yeah. shows like that. I think it might work. You know, Goosebumps came out with their own movie. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's still fun. I mean, if you're watching it like as a ten year old, I a, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it's a fun experience. I enjoyed it very well. They're making a sequel. I know. <laughs> so it can still work. But yeah, it'll work. Well, yeah, the younger yeah. said they need. Are you afraid of the dark? I mean, we had it. It'd be nice if they gave that to a younger generation. I guess I'm just afraid that it's going to become kind of a cash cow star power thing. Yeah, and that's what I hate is what happens to these sometimes. But with it, that didn't happen, and that's no, why that's I'm true. like, you know, maybe it's in the right hands. That's true. That's they true. have the kid from Stranger Things, so yeah, they were still cashing in on that kid. As long as yeah. he doesn't also, end well, they up had in to this have movie. a kid from Stranger Things because they're like, seriously, we got to sell this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Although they didn't need him necessarily yeah. to sell it. It was it. Yeah. I think people would have loved it either way. Yeah, you're right. I didn't pay to go see the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> I thought he had too much screen time, to be honest. But yeah. Oh, this is funny. Like, we've got some uh, people in the chat. Sorry. Oh, okay. I know. I'm like, I'm the lead of the show. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Sorry, guys. Um, Zias B. Lou brings up a good point. Um Ross Hull, who played Gary in Are You Afraid of the Dark, is in Dark Matter. And um, Daniel huh. DeSanto, uh, who was Tucker. Tucker was the main guy with the glasses. The glasses. Oh, That's, yeah, that, that, that name. Like, he uh, voice acts in Paw Patrol. Oh, Doesn't wow. Harlan Williams voice Paw Patrol, too? Like, yeah. See? I'm like, oh, okay, I know That's Harlan where Williams. Are they, where are they now? He's in half big. And so. I want, you know what, now that we're talking about the old society, yeah. I want some of them to appear in this movie. It'd be wrong Ooh, if they yeah. did somehow. I like that. I'm like, yeah, if they're still around, get them in there. Why not? <laughs> that'll be fun. Like, I love when people make cameos and things like that. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. I'm glad we came aboard back on this. I know. Show. Now like, we're back uh, on. I was like, hold on. It, this is bringing this conversation back Are you afraid of the dark? I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that if they go, like, the anthology, anthology route, mm-hmm. like, they can get, like, a solid three to four short films within the entirety of the film. True. And within those short films, it'd be a great thing to play homage to original cast 
uh, whoever they may be, and have them cameo throughout all the, uh, the little short films. Yeah, and we need one of the Stranger Things kids to go, I'm cold, because that still haunts me to this yeah. day. <laughs> like that creepy kid. <laughs> I'm cold. Was that the kid that got lost in the water? Yes. It, it is, right? Okay, I remember this. And he just kept popping up around, like... <laughs> It was creepy. But yeah, speaking <laughs> of things that are creepy, but I love them, uh, X-Files has a premiere date. And it is January 3rd. My new year will be fabulous. Because awesome. I've been waiting for this for too long, people. Too long. Because I said some not-so-nice things about how Chris Carter chose to end it if this didn't happen. I don't yeah, know. Did you that like was... the remake? I, I love them. And I just didn't love that we talked about William for six freaking episodes, and then we didn't see William. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There was a lot. Sorry, I mean, I, I get felt really like, mad about this. No, I mean, <laughs> I tried to sit through... I mean, I love the X-Files. And this the, the latest one had a different kind of tone to it. Or more so, it had that whole monster of the week sort of thing. But it was it felt like a lot of comedic relief. Like, a bit too much at times, I felt like. And also, I guess, you know, I'm a Mulder and Scully shipper. And I thought they kind of just crapped on my couple. <laughs> and I didn't appreciate that. I mean, I waited for Endgame for seasons, and then they come back, and it's like, are you together or not? Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. I ship Mulder and Scully, too, and I'm like, I want them to be, you know, together, and I want them to have their son, especially considering we've led all the way up to this, and I want to see Tad O'Malley, because yeah. I freaking love that character. <laughs> I love Joel, and I, but I have heard that Tad will be making at least an appearance. In awesome. The, yeah, so that's good. I was never a big X-Files fan. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like the Monster of the Week mantra. And I feel like most <gasps> of That's the best episode. I know. Some of those I are know. the best episodes, no, definitely. That whole show, like two-thirds of that show was Monster of the Week. I yeah. got tired of that. <gasps> no, I mean, I thought they kind of went into the bigger plot line eventually. And I felt at times when they went into the bigger plot line of the conspiracy and government, sometimes it lost its way because of it. Because you kind of got lost in all of that. And yeah. Fox went off on its own thing, and it was like, eh. and, and this is what I'll say because I mean, it's not like I've not said worse. Chris Carter's <laughs> my- mythology, he got it for like the first couple seasons, but once it ran out of his its course of what he had intended it to, he really should have stepped back from that because mm. I mean, Glenn Morgan, who thank you for coming into After Buzz, you are a wonderful man for us. You and your brother Darren are amazing writers. I mean, Vince Gillian, hopefully we could get him, but he obviously didn't get uh, yeah. you know with his Breaking Bad and uh, yeah. Better Call Saul commitments couldn't come back. But yeah, you had such good strong writers. I really wish he would have given them more, and maybe they could have come up with the mythology, but they were always given the monster of the week. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I yeah. thought that they sort of excelled. But speaking of actors starting on shows like that. I mean, talking about Goosebumps, Jack Black. Yeah. X-Files was one of his first shows. <laughs> Seth Green, you know, you know, when he had transitioned more into an adult yeah. actor, it appeared. And lots of people would show up. One of my favorites, Adam Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it was it was a it, it was a wonderful yeah. show. I I was excited. I always go. I actually, I'm one of those people. I go on the websites to find the shipper moment episodes, and then I go and watch all of them. <laughs> I do that. I'm that person. But like with the new season, there was a lot left unanswered. There was new things going on, and the dynamic between I don't know. I felt like the dynamic between Mulder and Scully. I mean, of course, of course, they still had that chemistry. Oh, yeah. But it was also kind of. Where were they, you know? And then for this new season, I'm excited that it's coming back, but I hope they kind of fix some of the things that 
wasn't really meshing as well for this new one. Of course, I think it's gonna is it gonna be a same short season as well though? Yes. Okay. So like eight episodes, right? Which is also yeah. harder to do, right? Like with usually they used to have like the longer like twenty four episodes. Yeah. Well, I will say I much prefer this format really? because I think that that's. I would rather shows be 13 episodes or less because you're getting better episodes at this point. I mean, the CW shows I love, but they're 22 episodes, but I feel like we could get rid of at least five of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's be definitely better shows, a like lot of filler, filler. Episodes. And episodes. That's why Riverdale, to me, is the strongest one right now because it's only going 13 each season, and, you know, they're getting all their stuff out. Mm-hmm. I think Riverdale's debatable. <laughs> oh, my God. But um, oh. I do get the thing about getting each episode succinctly. Yeah. I definitely get that. Although, with the X-Files, you had, like we were just yeah. talking about, the monster of yeah. the week. So... Some of those could feel like filler, but they're also very cool in the yeah. sense of them going on a case. So it, it's a little bit of a difference in terms of X-Files, in terms of the way that format of the show was. How did the original end? Do you guys remember? Like, the actual series. Basically, the end was where I'd got up. Because I pretty well left when Mulder left, because Mulder was the greatest. And then, and then went, I watched the end, and I had gone, and gone back and watched the, the Doggett seasons and things like that. But with it pretty well was like Mulder comes back just to be like, yeah, they're all out to get us. And like, that was pretty well it. They make <laughs> like, out. They go into yep. a mountain. And then, <laughs> oh, then I want to believe happened and that didn't have anything to do with anything else. <laughs> and then. Yeah, those movies. Uh, yeah. I, I, feel I, like I love the movies. I will good. say. Oh, yeah. now we're talking about the movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, feel like I want I, another movie, actually. An X Files movie, yeah. That's I would like another one. I would prefer another movie sometimes than what I got last season. <laughs> That's I, I kind of felt that way. I feel like what I remember from X Files are all the conspiracy theories, the aliens out there, and I feel like that was a serialized part of that show. So I don't know. I, I think having twenty four episodes where the majority of the shows were Monsters of the Week. I got tired of it. I, I, I enjoy it, and if I have like the box set, I'll, I'll watch it, but. I think I, that's why I do like the eight, the eight episode format. Well, you're the it's you're more. the internet commenters on the X Files after show. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they well, have not so much things to say for this whole time. For that, you know, guys, it's twenty seventeen. Screw all in your monster of the week episode. Uh, it's twenty seventeen. <laughs> Back in my day, yeah. <laughs> y'all are too young to watch you X Files. I was watching X Files when I shouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> we need serialized. We have a lot of great writers, like you said. You know, we yeah. we need more concrete storylines that test our viewers a little better. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Um, on that tangent, uh, <laughs> we'll, like throw back around to um, Are You Afraid of the Dark, real quick? Because I now remember this: Joanna Garcia was Sam, one of the main Midnight Society kids. Oh! Big time actress. I'm like, our friend Zia's here in the chat brought that back up. And I was like, oh, wow. I want to make sure to mention that because I'm like, duh. Like, (laughs) you know, Nick Swisher's wife and amazing actress, Joanna Garcia. We should do it. Where are they now for all of them? I'm excited for this now. Now we know. That's what I, you know what? That's our segment next week. Hold me to it since I'm saying it on the air. This might actually happen. Where are they now? Yeah. Are are you afraid afraid of the dark? dark? I think we need to do that. I think one of them had a little brother. Let's find out where that little brother is. Yeah. Yeah, Because Tucker had a little brother. (laughs) And I think. He was the one that took over, like when they yeah. switched the cast. Like a Scrappy Doo with Scooby Doo. Yeah, nobody liked Scrappy Doo, <laughs> and nobody liked the little brother. Sorry. Oh, nobody likes Scrappy. Nobody likes Scrappy. Or Scrappy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But speaking of things that we do like, um, I had to mention this, even though they have their own after show, but he is one of my favorite actors. Garrett Dillahunt joins the cast of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I saw that. Man, he campaigned so hard to be Negan, but I'm very glad that Jeffrey Dean Morgan got the part because Mm -hmm. I feel like he's a better fit for Negan. But Garrett is an amazing character actor. I, I didn't watch Fear the Walking Dead, and now I have to. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, there's a couple of good things going on with Fear of the Walking Dead. I think we just found out yeah, that like, who's going to be the crossover character and things of that nature. But um, yeah, this will be interesting. Maybe it'll bring some, some more interesting plots to the show. Um, I don't think, I think at times it's not as strong as The Walking Dead. But I think this season I've heard it's gotten way stronger. Yeah, and they just announced on The Walking Dead uh, after show that uh, Morgan... Is going to be the guy yes, that's joining. That will be crossing over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a big fan of that. I think most people were expecting Abraham to join in. Um, especially, I mean, Fear the Walking Dead is based on the West Coast. I don't know how the hell anyone got all the way over there, but they're going to make it work, I guess. Yeah, and that is something that is odd. That <laughs> Le- I mean, I love Lenny James and was glad that Morgan became a real character as opposed yeah. to like he was in the comics. But this is really sort of an odd move to pick Morgan to go to Los Angeles in the zombie apocalypse from Alexandria. Well, I mean, from DC, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. But I'm confused then because isn't the Fear to Walking Dead supposed to be slightly behind? And behind them? as well. Yes. So are, is the time frame going to be Morgan in flashbacks? Him a couple, like, uh, I, I think they're only a few months behind, though. So I yeah. don't know how. But I know Morgan did disappear for a couple of seasons or two seasons or so. Yeah. yeah. So this may be that time when he disappeared. I don't think it's going to happen, like, right now in our present The Walking Dead. I think it's going to be when he was disappeared. That's what I would. That would make the most sense. I mean, to that me. makes the most sense. It, yeah. Except for the fact of, like, how would he get all the way back over there? Because he's more. Yeah, I know. He is more. And that's why I was like, he uh, during die. this, yeah, <laughs> during this, like, zombie apocalypse, I'm just, like, thinking logistically. And I'm just like, man. <laughs> during the zombie well, apocalypse, you were thinking logistically. See how that yeah, that's yeah. I know. And I'm like, you know, he couldn't really come back and, you know, really make it. I know he's Morgan and all. But, like, Abraham, too, I, I really wish it was him because I loved that character and I, I love Yeah, Michael. it'd be nice to see him again. But the thing is, too, I would be thinking, how did he get there? Because he came from he came from Texas to, you know, Atlanta. And, I'm you know, sorry, I'm, I made that drive, you know, before. I'm like, I know how these things work. I've, I drove from Texas to California. Guys, zombie apocalypse, you screwed. <laughs> yeah, the freeways aren't working. I don't know how. Yeah, you're right. I don't know how they're going to work this out. That I feel like it might sense. be flashbacks. That's what I feel. I feel like it may be flashbacks of another character and Morgan interacted with them. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't know how they're going to work it with Morgan. When he announced it um, on the after show, I, I felt like he looked a, li- a little devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't like, think yeah, he I'm wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, I think the show has struggled a bit to capture the audience from The Walking Dead. I know even if they only capture a portion of it, that's probably good enough. But I feel like they haven't captured the heart of it. You know, when Rick, the very first scene in The Walking Dead, when Rick wakes up, he got my heart. (laughs) (laughs) So I I never got that from Fear the Walking Dead. I've kind of given up on it. So, you know, the more people we could throw in, I guess, the better. Well, the ratings are doing well. I mean, AMC is touting that it's like this yeah. number two drama. I don't know. I mean, most everyone touts stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, they're doing fine. Do we know what character Garrett is going to be playing? They just said um, they're keeping it under wraps. He will be a villain, though, which is awesome Ooh. because, oh, man, he plays such a good villain. Who's yeah. their villain right now? Do we know who they're... I don't do know. Do they have a villain? He's like, oh, what's the show? 
John, uh, just on a quick note, uh, he uh, this act same actor is also on the gifted. The gifted, playing yeah, like a science villain kind of guy. Yeah, he's a villain on the gifted That's right now. Like, good. yeah, Garrett is so amazing. Like as villains, honestly, one of my favorite roles he ever had is in a Criminal Minds episode. It's just a two part <laughs> episode, and he is a he is a paraplegic. <laughs> pig farmer that literally has his uh, special needs brother like kill all these people so he can make these cures like and he kills like so many people it's like super cool like diabolical that and sounds I, better than yeah. Fear the Walking Dead I know already. I was like, this, like <laughs> to hell and back season hold on what is it come on sorry this one favorite episodes I was like you'll find it. it's good good stuff also what like uh, I've actually like taken notice of his acting as a career as well yeah and like even Apart from being a, such a great villain, he's so funny. Funny, too. yeah, and, on uh, the Mindy Project, and that's part of the reason that I'm super glad that he'll be on this because I'm loving him on The Gifted, but I want to see him get a little bit more quirky villain, and I feel like Fear of the Walking Dead might let him let do him a do little that. bit of that because the the success with Jeffrey Dean as uh, you know Negan, and yeah, because yeah, him on the Mindy Project. I needed. I hate that they didn't option the <laughs> spinoff with his character, mm. Jody. Oh, he's a strong actor. Yeah. I, I'm excited for this, and if they give him the ability to play a yeah. quirky villain, I, I see potential here. Yeah, I mean, maybe it might be what they need, like the sh- like you were saying, yeah. like that yeah. shot in the arm of a, a kind of character like Negan or you know the governor or the something governor. like that, mm-hmm. where there's a character that kind of draws you in because right now. I mean, when I see, like, previews of it, I don't, I just kind of see that they're, it's like a coming-of-age story, it feels like, in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Like, everyone's going through their drama, but you don't know if there's a main thing. Like, right now, with The Walking Dead, we have all-out war, which mm-hmm. is, like, it's always something there. This one, with Fear the Walking Dead, it's kind of, it meanders a lot huh. with that show. So, it, it, it would be nice if they did have a central character that they all could kind of culminate towards to kind of rally them yeah. together. Also, are they still on the West Coast? Or are they in Mexico at this point? I know they went back and forth. I don't know anymore. I don't know. And then, to be honest, part of the reason that I didn't watch Fear the Walking Dead because I had a stand-up joke forever that was like, they could never base The Walking Dead in Los Angeles because because people here don't have skills like Southerners do. And I'm like, you ruined it. it. You ruined it, Robert Kirkman. Everyone's so relaxed on the West Coast. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. It doesn't work on the West Coast. Yeah, and that was part of the thing. But now that they're going down to Mexico, where you're like, okay, these people have skills. I can believe this. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can believe that. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. But speaking of things that are exciting, but this is this is not an actual thing, but it is fun that uh, there was a video cut in the style of a David Fincher movie <laughs> with the, the new Halloween theme by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for the John Carpenter 20th, uh, not 20th, God, it's, oh. how long has John Carpenter been around? Well, the forever known as an amazing horror film writer, director, and score, John Carpenter. He has a new soundtrack out, and this is the Halloween theme from that soundtrack with a lovely cut of the beginning of Halloween in a David Fincher style.
drop the key off at the Myers place. I won't. They're coming by to look at the house at 10.30. Be sure to leave it under the mat. I was like, wait, no, that might not be inappropriate. I was like, I don't even think Kevin Spacey plays Michael Myers. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Well, like seven. <laughs> you know, like David Fincher's other movie. Like, B. Lou, our friend here in the chat, says this has a Twin Peaks, American Gods, Westworld type of fear. I would say that, you know, Venture and Lynch do have a very similar style. I've always loved them. But this, to me, is my favorite part that they did. They cut it very much like, uh, you know, how Seven and Fight Club, the opening would be. I'm just a big nerd about that. about this is it sort of made me want David Fincher to direct more horror because I'm like Seven is still one of my favorite movies for that reason is he's such a good you know director to capture like true fear like that Speaking of things that gush, you know, I've been gushing a lot here, so I think I need to give the reins over to someone else. I believe you watched Ghost Wars. I did, and I want everyone else to watch (laughs) Ghost Wars too, y'all. I need this show to get renewed for the second season. (laughs) Yes, it is too good. And it's on sci-fi. Um, it happens in Portmore, Alaska. Is a small town that has been taken hostage by some super hostile ghosts. <laughs> um, after a deadly earthquake, some sort of blockage has happened where the dead can't cross over. And they've decided to wage war, as in ghost wars, on the small Alaskan town. So they had their premiere episode. Well, this is the premiere season. So in the latest episode, which is episode seven, the whistle called Whistle Past the Graveyard, the mayor's creepy possessed dog. Abigail has broken into the church just as ghost hunter Roman um, goes to investigate the electricity in Portmore and the electricity in Portmore basically goes out and this is really important because the electricity was a major line of defense against the ghost so now basically all hell breaks loose because so for some reason the ghosts don't like electricity the townspeople gather in the church for sanctuary and a new town sheriff Billy assembles Father Dean Dr. Landis, Barker, and Roman to go up to um, the dam, which had what's uh, controlling the electricity to get it started again. So Billy, Dr. Barker, and Roman are racing against the clock trying to get the dead animal carcasses from the dam turbines that possess the kids and ghosts, um, that the possessed kids and ghosts jammed into um, the dam. So suddenly, Roman's friendly ghost bestie, Maggie... (laughs) 
returns and shows Roman that moment when Billy, Father Dan, and others chased his mother, who was the town psychic, out of town. And this is really important because we find out that Roman's mother didn't just up and leave like he thought years ago. He thought that she had basically abandoned him for a new boyfriend and was traveling the country because uh, Father Dan had been giving him Christmas cards and birthday cards from his mother and it turns out that they actually ran her out of town when he was young and she might actually be dead because Dr. Landis has actually been seeing her spirit around town. So Roman's basically fed up with being exploited for his powers, so he leaves Billy and the team in the turbines room to basically fend for themselves. And that's a no-go because he was basically <laughs> the one person to keep the ghost away. So should I put up some spoiler warnings? or? Oh, this is, this is two weeks ago. This is two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> and this is to entice people to watch it as well with this recap. So <laughs> the spirit of the dead kid, Mark, Marcus basically returns and pushes his mother in this large mucus egg. What the hell? In the basement of the church, and she disappears. So these creepy (laughs) kids are, like, out for blood. There's a lot of creepy kids in this show. So Billy manages to pry the the last animal carcass free from the turbine blades, and that's yay. But before the electricity comes back, the ghosts descend on Dr. Landis and Billy, and the two think they're going to die. (laughs) So they basically profess their love for each other and make out. Yay, because I shipped them. And... But the 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 power miraculously come back on, but the power the dam is drawing too much power. So basically, Billy goes over to the switch box to rewrote the some electricity, and he gets blown away, and we think he might be dead. So that's all. So the new episode. No. No. <laughs> so the new, but we don't know if Billy is dead for sure. But the new episode is this Thursday, episode eight. Catch up on this series. It's really really awesome. Really great characters. A diverse cast of people, and it's just it's great horror movie b-horror movie fun and it doesn't really it takes itself seriously but in a very b-horror movie style see i would like that i'm like now i really want to watch this show like and i hope many of you <laughs> yeah. watch this show because it's really awesome and i'm i'm like crossing my fingers that it gets renewed for a second season all right so are the kids ghosts too or are they just creepy kids what's going on basically <laughs> and you and and, and yeah there are some spoilers i said but like it's, they basically kind of lay it all out there, too. I mean, it's a B-horror movie. They want you to know all of this is happening. The main thing is that people are, are these ghosts are basically killing people. And the thing with the kids is that we think they're possessed, but there's also some weird large egg, some biblical egg from biblical times that's Man. also taking people in the forest. There's a lot going on. And, we, like, you don't know exactly what all of this means. Basically, it's just a fun time, and there's a lot of guts and people dying. Good fun. I know. I was like, this sounds like an awesome show. Yeah, yeah I want people like to watch it. It's really good, and Sci-Fi has been doing really good with some of their um, shows lately. I know Superstition is also another one that I've been meaning to catch up on, but yeah, this one in particular is really good. And when does Ghost Wars air on Sci-Fi? Um, Thursdays mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. Oh, okay. Every Thursday. This um, this new is episode... Is that why you don't watch Arrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna throw shade. Oh, yeah. There's many <laughs> reasons why I don't watch Arrow. We can do a whole other yeah. show about this. I know. <laughs> Guys, we'll get there. One day. One day. You do watch Flash, though. I do yeah. watch The Flash. And I love Iris. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's man. Right. Okay. Anyway, yes. So watch Ghost Wars, y'all. I'm just excited. I I feel like it should be called, like, Crazy Kids and Ghost Wars. I don't know. The kids sold me more than the ghosts. So I'm excited. Yeah, (laughs) basically. 
basically why I said it's a B horror movie kind of series is that it has all the tropes, right? Yeah, it has yeah, yeah. the creepy kid, the angry ghost, the kid that can see dead people. I mean, the 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 priest who's also like wronged and <laughs> wrong. It's, it's it, it has all the all the tropes are there, and that's why it's so great fun. It's such great fun because you kind of know everything that's gonna happen, but it's a great. It's like a roller coaster. You know you're gonna the ups and downs. You know it's coming, but it's like it's so fun to watch the way they do it. I actually think one of the right, and I'll check up on. It, I think one of the writers was actually on Supernatural at one time or wrote for it. So I need to. I, I'm oh, gonna confirm that. Actually, I'm trying to think of who it was because now that you said that, <laughs> I'm like I remember them saying he was going over there. Which writer from Supernatural? Now that really makes yeah, me want to do it because I think he, yeah, and, yeah. But who was it? Uh-huh. Another monster out. of the week I show, guys. <gasps> Supernatural is one of the best shows Don't ever. Supernatural, <laughs> you're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a mob. Of yeah. <laughs> Supernatural uh, uh. is gonna be after we're long dead. Yeah. Those seasons will still be going. I, I know, like. and I'm so happy for that, guys, because 13 <laughs> seasons. And if you if you're on this channel and you want to watch Supernatural after show, it actually airs just before this one. <laughs> I host that one too. <laughs> but enough about me. You were really excited about some stuff. Uh, to Roger, like American Horror Story, how they ended this season. I was excited oh, yeah. for this. Coming off of the election, I was devastated after the election, so I was like, you know, let's let's show what we could do <laughs> um, that could be more horrifying than what happened that day. Um, and I think they did a great job. Ryan Murphy has the tendency to not finish things <laughs> midway into all his shows. Uh, but they did a good job. So the main character, his name is Kai, and he's basically like your typical angry white kid who, you know, was really happy that Trump won. And, <laughs> and from it sounds that, really scary. <laughs> and, and from <laughs> that terrifying. <laughs> and from there, he starts his own cult. And uh, playing opposite uh, opposite of him, uh, the other character, her name's Allie. And the whole time, I thought it was going to be like a Trump supporter versus a Hillary supporter. She was a Jill Stein supporter. Even more terrifying, yeah. guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so I like that because I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of crazies on both on both of those sides. And so she was devastated. The whole time, she has all these phobias about clowns and holes and worms and all of these things. And you find out that they're not actually, like, phobias that she's imagining. Kai is doing this. The main uh, the main villain of the show is doing this. And so you see the transformation from him sitting on the couch on election night all the way to him running for office. Um, they manage to do some great twists along the way. And in the end, he goes to prison. And they turn the tables on us. And she becomes the main evil <laughs> character on the show. And... I'm not sure how much I'm spoiling here. Uh, she ends up running for office, and they kill they kill Kai. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where that season went. Um, I was I was just really happy that it was consistent. Again, uh, all of the American horror stories tend to fall off around episode five or six. So it, it was cool to see like a, an actual 13, 12 episode season go all the way. And I thought that was cool. Um, I've heard that he wants to go into space for the next season. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh my god! Like if he were to do just do Jason X, I'd be fine with that. Like that I need fun. that. Like that, again, that was actually a really yeah, good movie. It is. It's a fun movie. That's and, I think we said like, that yeah. from the beginning yeah. that Jason X is actually was pretty fun. good. Yeah. And Evan Peterson. Uh, and so in this American Horror Story, he also played uh, Charles Manson and Andy Warhol. And yeah, Andy Warhol. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And he tends to uh, you know play a lot of old villains. They had a lot of the 
you know, they had Dahmer mm-hmm. and a lot of other people in the previous seasons. Um, I thought he played a great Manson. I love Evan Peters. I think he's such a good he's so actor. Good. You know, yeah. that's he's the reason I keep coming back to American Horror Story. You know, I'm yeah. like, yeah, because without Jessica Lang, you're like, where is this going? This and then you're like, no, nope, yeah. Evan Peters, he's good. Was Emma Roberts also in this season? She was not. Okay, I uh, hear she's going to be in the next one. Yeah, because I actually really like Emma Roberts when she played, you know, especially in season three, the Coven season. I thought that was some she, of her she sh- was strongest, yeah. you know, work there. And I really loved that season. I know some people are a little iffy, but I would say Coven's probably my second favorite after the first season. Well, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Coven was yeah. when Angela Bassett joined as well. Yes. yes. And that uh, was That awesome. was amazing. Uh, yeah. Marie think- LeBeau was oh, <laughs> I love Angela Bassett. So she's on a new yeah. show now, so yeah. I don't know if she's going to be on the next one or anything. Yeah. I think they she's never- on some Fox show, 911 or something. I guess yeah. Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters seem to be the favorites to it, go forward. What's funny is like Angela Bassett being on um, 911, so is Connie Britton. Oh, I'm like, okay. so maybe we could just have both of them come back. Come like back two powerhouse ladies. That would be we cool. Need that that yeah. would be cool. But I agree with Coven. I yeah. feel like a lot of people diss on it. But again, yeah. that was the most consistent out of all of them. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of... Yeah, and that's why I say the first season and then Coven were very consistent. That's why it's I like it. All exactly. the other seasons, as I say, there are really good parts out of all of them. But where they fall off is being consistent. That's why I feel a shorter episode count might do, you know, help and the, them. I yeah. definitely agree with you on that. And it's... You know, I okay, I'm going to preface this with I love Ryan Murphy and everything, <laughs> usually. Usually. <with> usually. <laughs> but what happens is he loses interest in his shows. And what happens is someone else tends to take over the writing or kind of overseeing. That's what happened with Glee. I'm still not over it. <laughs> and it just goes down. The, like, And that's the whole thing about consistency. There's a consistency right. that lacks because he gets tired or he goes and does something else. And maybe that wasn't the case this season because of the political... Um, you know, theme of this one. So it was so much needed and necessary yeah. that maybe he thought it was like really high priority to stay with it. I think it, uh, yeah, it allowed it to stay on point. Uh, you, you felt at points it even started straying off a bit, but having the whole cult and election thing behind it, it allowed it to move forward in a consistent basis. And wasn't there something where they didn't, they only filmed, the, they had to wait to film the first episode, or they had to wait to film one of the episodes because they weren't sure about the election results or something, right? I don't know about... Ugh. I thought I heard that hmm. through the grapevine, that they waited because they didn't know the election results, so they waited because that was going to determine which ep- what, how the episode was going to go. Actually, that makes sense. That does make sense, yeah. and, you know, because they had to probably film a lot mm-hmm. of it before. Yeah, and, and you know. again, I think this season had a lot of terrifying things that were, that hit closer to home. Um, I think they delayed uh, showing one of the episodes that included a mass shooting. Yes. And, you know, that was a big deal because, again, that that's actually more terrifying than a lot of, you know, the supernatural stuff you throw in there. Yeah, it was really classy of them what they did with that episode is they cut out a lot of it but then a- offered the full version on demand. Yeah. And, you know, they aired a, an edited version and then offered the full version in case people wanted to see it. And that, and that was a good way of saying, yeah. hey, we don't want to bombard anybody but if you if you want to, we made this art because <laughs> yeah. that is the thing. Because sometimes you know, and people are unfortunately punished because we're trying to be, do the right thing. <laughs> I'm and, trying to see the whole thing. Yeah, it, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know, maybe somebody's scenes were cut that they wanted to have, and so it's nice to see that. Yeah, yeah, and again, it was creepy. Like yeah. the fact that people really could join into a cult. I just think I find that terrifying. Like I, I think people are are willing sometimes to just go along in certain things. And I just, I was horrified by the end of the, of the whole show. Well, yeah, 
it makes sense. I mean, considering that this is the American horror story and taking that kind of theme of not just like, you know, ghosts and ghouls, but very real human condition, which is probably the scariest thing. I know I got very scared when you were talking about Trump voters. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, at some, at some point, once you become so entrenched in only believing one thing, whatever set of beliefs you have, that, that could become scary. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, is I think of one of my favorite movies and one of the quotes that Chris Rock says in, in Dogma is like, you know, it's a lot um, easier to change an idea than a belief. And that's where a lot of people fall into, you know, when they go into these, bec- becoming too entrenched into say- seeing no wrong. Because let's face it, guys, I mean, you know, our ideas about things are can be fallible. Yeah. You know, beliefs tend to be too hard. And sometimes, you know... Your ide- your beliefs are ideas. <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah. that message stayed yeah. on point the whole time, and I think it, it made me feel self conscious about my own beliefs sometimes in looking at things. Um, I highly recommend it. I, I personally found it to be my favorite season out of all the American Horror Stories. Um, and again, I think the characters were so well developed, and I saw a lot of character growth throughout the whole the, the whole season. So I would check it out. And we think they're going to go to space next year? That's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been wanting to go to space for a while. I'm not sure how that would work. Um, I know in season, I can't remember the season where they had aliens probe. Uh, they have them probing someone. That was in um, the asylum season. Was it asylum? Yeah. They came back and they mm-hmm. probed someone. I'm yeah. not sure what happened there. And that was the thing is I don't even remember either. I remember being like, why are they? And that was one of my problems with that asylum. season. Is like It was so good up until then. And you're like... Why is this here? Isn't this about this? Yeah, and then they never really paid it off. He told someone else to take yeah. over the episodes, and they decided to do their own. They're thing. like, I'm Happens going with the aliens. The time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all with the aliens. time, y'all. <laughs> oh, but speaking of things that are fun, this doesn't have anything to do with aliens, but it does have to do with um, Satan. Uh, there's another <laughs> show that I love, uh, Lucifer. Yes. And it, it is just killing it this season. <laughs> it, it won't be back on Monday, but in two weeks, Tom Welling will be back. And what's interesting about this season is it there were three episodes that were intended for last season. And um, you can kind of tell because of, mm. you know, the mixing out. And you're like, okay. So this was really like a one-off episode the last two weeks since we've been gone with uh, Patrick Fabian, who's one of my uh, favorite actors. He was the guest star as Dr. Linda's ex-husband. And it was interesting to see, you know, the change in Lucifer because this guy, you know, he had gone around wanting to kill him because Lucifer was sleeping with his, you know, then wife and you know had gone he was this journalist and he was really kind of a good guy who did a bad thing by you know getting this woman accidentally killed when he was going after lucifer and it was good to see that in the end lucifer gives him um a chance i mean he goes to hell and as lucifer explains hell is where you send yourself i don't Mm. actually send anybody there it's Mm. your guilt that actually keeps people there and and sort of explaining that i was like that's a different idea that get to hear but you sort of see it but lucifer in his you know this guy's dying moment when he you know kills himself to kind of save other people and he kind of gives him peace by letting his last you know what memory he gets in hell kind of going along with uh preacher if you've seen that how the hell was in their season the memory over and over he gives him (laughs) a happy memory of him having hope uh, of linda and that was all he ever wanted and so it was like 
Just uh-huh. for Mathis, guys. Like, you know, he's kind of in hell, but is he really? I mean, yeah. So that was sweet. And then yeah. um, this week we had... Um, Lucifer is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> this week, Charlotte Richards is back, but she's not his mom now. She, But she's someone who came out of hell, which is really interesting. I'm glad they kept Trisha Helfler around. And she's asking the lovely little um, forensic specialist for help on being a good person. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's a cute, fun uh, side project they have going on. And I'm like, I love she. And now she's going to be the uh, district attorney, uh, which is which is interesting. Because, okay. yeah, I'm like, okay, this is how they're keeping her into the fold. And so that's a good way to show the show. And then we also have the murder of the week, which the murderer, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't watched, please ignore this. Is one of my favorite actors too, Michael Rady, who has been in After Buzz before. That's actually how I know him. He was on Unreal, guys. So uh, Michael awesome. Rady showed up on uh, Lucifer and was the killer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that's dating apps. <laughs> They'll get you. Don't swipe left or is it right? I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know which way <laughs> it is either. Just don't swipe. <laughs> don't don't Just don't swipe. <laughs> Lucifer kind of reminds me. Have you yeah. guys seen The Good Place? Yes. I yeah. feel like Lucifer is kind of. It is really I get show. that vibe where, you know, he's even yeah. giving that guy his. I guess he gave him an, his nice memories mm. on his way to hell. It seems weird. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, well in The Good Place, they're yeah. kind of jerks. Like, not the the heaven, but the hell part. Mm. They're kind of jerks on The Good Place. Yeah, to me, with The the Good Place, I'm not as caught up on the new season, but I did understand some of it. And that, that is sort of what we're seeing, The Good Place and Supernatural now. Mm. Their Lucifer yeah. is becoming yeah. a better guy. And then this Lucifer, I mean, in the beginning of the episode, he's playing Monopoly with Chloe, his partner, yeah. and her daughter. I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's weird, <laughs> but it, it is sort of yeah. our new normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's sweet, and Lucifer was worried about being boring. He's like, I'm not a shoe. I'm yeah. a top hat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a theme with this um, thinking about rethinking what's evil. Yeah. And the, the ways that we've been taught what is evil and and the, the various things. And I guess we're seeing that with the Lucifer show. Mm-hmm. We see that with the good place where they kind of t- put a different spin on what it means to be in hell. Or hell mm-hmm. is a place on earth, or hell is your your memories, and the same thing with preacher. Yeah. That yeah. was that's the same thing too. Where hell is these very, it's like one of their last memories, like worst days of their lives, played over and over again. Which is which is interesting because it's really this idea that the evil comes from with within within the human being, as opposed to this outside entity that will scare you. And, and to me, that's so much more realistic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it's actually even scarier because the fact that hell is actually your own guilt, eating you alive, it seems real. And that's why, <laughs> I mean, a preacher did it and I like that Lucifer sort of followed up with that. And because it is a very realistic thing that we can all at least relate to and all of us, you know, fear, but then that sort of keeps us as a good person. And then it's sort of a way that you know, we don't have these evil entities. It's sort of taking the power away from from who you view as your, you know, punishment. Uh, you know, yep. the Punisher. I'm watching on Netflix, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah. it's not Lucifer. We you know, and so much We're our own Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. I was like, hold on, I got a point here. <laughs> but you're right. I think that's yeah. even more terrifying because yeah. there's no clear solution. Yeah. You know, if you have the the devil in front of you, you're like, oh, maybe there's something I could do to defeat that yeah but if the evil lies within yourself how do you how do you get past that be a better person 
<laughs> and that's our advice, y'all. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> well, I think that does it for the show. I feel like we have talked about literally everything. Life advice. That's Horror TV Weekly, guys. <laughs> the Dr. Phil of horror. <laughs> well, and we are not the only horror show in the AfterBuzz TV family on our sister network, Ew. Popcorn Talk. <laughs> yes, Anthony, our lovely man in the booth there, hosts the his the own booth. show, Horror Movie News on Popcorn Talk. Do you want to tell us what's coming up this week, Anthony? Um, yes, we are going to be talking, well, we're going to dive into some, uh, horror, uh, uh, horror Christmas. So pretty much everything we feature in the vaults or also the crypt is going to be, uh, Christmas related, of course, because it's December and thankfully the horror gods have graced us with plenty to choose from, including Black Christmas, uh, Mm -hmm. Krampus and so on. It's going to be fun. Frosty Tune the in. Snowman Killer. Yeah, yeah right. that was awesome. Never go wrong. Yeah. The Jack Frost. Yeah. Yeah. All, what, there's two of them, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, much like a lot of movies, they typically make two movies that are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. And they took it off of Netflix recently, which was annoying. <gasps> for just in time for Christmas? I couldn't, find, I couldn't find that or Thanksgiving. Oh, they uh, took off things. Oh, thanks killings on uh, Amazon Prime. I talked oh, about that. Okay. Yeah. I talked about cool. that uh, last week. That was yeah. pretty good. Do they still have the evil gingerbread kid? Or there's like an evil gingerbread that's murdering mm-hmm. everyone. There was two of those mm-hmm. movies. I don't know if that's on Netflix, but that's how I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I just think of the gingerbread man in Shrek. Like, I would watch him a whole movie of that gingerbread man killing people as a cartoon. That'd be pretty good. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> watch it, y'all. For more life advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, just give us that thumbs up while you're there on YouTube. Or if you're listening to us on iTunes, why don't you just rate us five stars? Just five stars. That's the only one that works, guys. I swear. And you can put us some nice comments, too. I'll even read them on the air. Or maybe one of these guys could read them on the air. Well, how about where could they keep up with you? Well, once yeah. again, you can find me on Twitter, Chauncey K. Robinson, at Miss Chauncey K. R. And also on The Flash After Show and the four-part crossover is happening this week, y'all. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere <laughs> on the internet since there is only one. And since there is a crossover, y'all, you know, we'll keep watching this network. All the DC after shows, I'll pop up on at least two of them. Chauncey's on one of them. Maybe she'll come on to Legends. Yes. Who knows? That's going to be at 10 p.m. <laughs> this week to wrap up the crossover and because I was in Vegas. <laughs> but have a good night, guys. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Some folks have a strange idea of entertainment. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs>